What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tom Babe. So today we're going to be figuring out which energy is our strength and which one might be our weakness. So before we get into all that, I just want to explain to you guys how these energies have been around since literally the beginning of time. So Chinese culture calls them yin and yang. The Mayans divided masculine and feminine energy into the more either material aspects of life versus nature. In yoga practice, the masculine energy is the sun named Shiva and the feminine is the moon named Shakti. And even the Buddhists believe that the right side of our brain is feminine and the left is masculine. And this is all in Eastern culture. Now, when we get into more of like the United States and more Western culture, we've defined these energies in a number of ways. Of course, in Western culture, we try to rationalize everything in academia. So for example, there's a psychologist named Carl Jung who described these energies as anima and animus. And there's even a psychologist at Cambridge University called Simon Baron Cohen who believes that we're all either empathizers or systemizers, with those systemizers being the ones who enjoy breaking down and analyzing systems, and this would be described as a more masculine energy, and then that empathizing group of empathizers being more of that feminine energy, those people who capitalize on communication and really understand how to grow relationships with others and how to foster those positive relationships with others in a group. So since the beginning of humankind, there has been a history of people trying to understand and relate to these energies in different kinds of ways, whether we use different names for them or not. But at the end of the day, the factors that really influence whether we are more masculine or more feminine, is how we are, one, brought up, and biology. So this can mean hormones, this can mean your upbringing and societal influences and our behavioral conditioning, because believe me, you are being conditioned way more than you believe you are. For example, your parents' dominant energies continue to influence you throughout the rest of your life, throughout your development, when you're the most malleable, when your brain is the most flexible. And throughout the rest of your life, these energies that they raised you within, they directly influence you, whether you want to believe it or not, and whether you want to accept that or not. And this could be a very positive thing. They could help you grow into the person that you were meant to be and give you that strength that you need. Or these can be pretty negative things where you are stuck in this energy that you were raised in that naturally isn't your strength. You could be raised in the feminine, maybe naturally you're more masculine and the exact opposite. Maybe you were raised more in the masculine sense, but really what you needed is to be more in that feminine and that's who you really are. So figuring out which energy is your strength, guys. This comes down to multiple factors. And if you guys haven't really taken a look in the mirror lately, this is your time to do it. So here's a couple adjectives to describe that more masculine energy. Are you more logical? Are you more confident, competitive, independent? Do you like to think of situations as more of getting from A to Z and then what steps you're going to take along the way? Or are you more of that feminine energy? And these would be adjectives you describe yourself as maybe more sensitive, emotional, intuitive, free-spirited, expressive, and open. And again, I want you to understand that you can show more masculine or feminine traits depending on situations that you are in, such as maybe in a job setting or maybe with your family or friends or in relationships. But to you, which of these energies sounds more like your identity? Which one do you more identify with whether you're happy with it or not? And again, you have to be very, very honest with yourself because you might not like saying it out loud which energy you feel that you exhibit more or the way that you feel more and you're just unhappy that you're showing in the other one when you really feel like more of the other one on the inside. 
So when you guys start thinking about this a little bit more, I want you guys to understand if you are not happy with the way that you are identifying in these energies, feminine energy does not equal weak. Against popular opinion, it does not equal weak. Just because you are more emotional and in touch with your feelings and your intuition and you are expressive and creative, this by no means means that you are weak. This by no means means that you are a bad leader. You can still be confident. You can still be independent. This just means that you feel a little bit more vulnerable, that you are more open to expressing those parts of yourself that usually more masculine people would guard. And then with masculine energy, what I also want you to understand with this is that being more in your masculine does not mean that you are this aggressive, domineering human. It does not mean that you don't give a shit about other people. And it does not mean that you're destined to be aggressive or emotionless. You can still embrace your feminine or your masculine energy and not lose your strength in the other energy. So what I want you guys to get out of this is that to begin this journey of finding yourselves and becoming more in tune with your own inner being, you need to own your strength. Whether that's in the masculine or the feminine, you need to realize which one feels more you in this moment and you need to own it with all you've got. You need to understand, say for instance, you're, you're in your feminine. You need to realize that, wow, I am a badass. I am so good with people. I build relationships like it's nothing. I'm one of the most positive people I know. When I have a friend, I keep them close and I love them to death. I am creative. I can express myself in so many different ways, whether that means having huge, big feelings or whether that means helping out other people or getting lost in my own art, whatever that art is for you. And if it's in your masculine, you need to own that strength as well and say, wow, I am such an amazing leader. I inspire others to be better versions of themselves. And the way I think logically really brings people back down to earth and gives them a dose of reality that we all need. I am that structure that gives people direction. I am very much needed. So naturally, throughout time, again, I said through either biology and our social conditioning and behavioral conditioning and the way we were raised and the society we grew up in, one of these energies is going to come a lot more naturally to you. One of them has become more developed through all of these factors. And because of this, that often leads to an imbalance. And it's not something that you can't change. This is something that is completely in your control and it is in no one else's control. You are a grown person. You are not a baby anymore. You are not a child anymore. You're in control of how you can take the next step. For instance, in my own life, I'm predominantly in my feminine. I have big, big feelings and I let people see them. And I am creative. I constantly want to be creating. I constantly want to be expressing myself. And sometimes I get very, very carried away. Lately, I've been trying to keep myself a little more under control. In the past, I would let my feminine energy get the best of me. I would let other people control me. And this is where my femininity became a little bit toxic for my own well-being. Again, everyone has different ways they express it, but my own femininity became toxic because I let it control every aspect of my life. When I wanted to be more logical, I became more emotional. When really all I needed to be looking was, okay, how can I get from A to Z? I don't need to infuse emotion into this in any way. The only thing I need to do is take action and I needed to be in my masculine and I just couldn't figure it out. So an example of this is that I was in my feminine a majority of the time, but when it came to conflict, these energies really come to battle 
and they still do, but now I'm a lot more aware of it and I'm trying to stop myself in the moment. So I'm a predominantly in my feminine, but when it came to conflict, my masculine would try to come out. I would try to control the narrative of the situation and completely dominate it. And in certain situations, this is the right thing to do. If you need to take control, if you need to be that person to step up and lay it all out for the group, that's what you have to do. But in situations of conflict where it was not appropriate, I would try to control the narrative, to dominate the other person without really being rational. So it's like I was trying to step into that masculine energy, but I was letting my feminine energy stick around in the sense that I couldn't let go of the vulnerabilities I had, of the emotions I was trying to express. But when it comes to conflict, like say an argument in a relationship with a partner, when I was trying to debate logic, I was using emotion to do it, which for me, I realized is toxic. And I was trying to infuse emotion into a situation where only logic was needed. So my presence was masculine, but my rationale was completely feminine. I was letting my emotions ride on the curtails of my masculine presence. My boyfriend actually pointed this out to me, and now I am so conscious of it, and I'm trying to figure out what perfect balance I need. For me specifically, when it comes to conflict or specifically arguments in relationships or with family and friends, I need to diffuse my feminine energy and tap into my masculine because I am the type of person who can get carried away. And I know a lot of you listening to this might feel the same way or you're the opposite. You want to breed more emotion in, into your conversations because maybe someone that you're with is telling you that you don't care enough or that you're not listening. That means that you need to get in touch with your feminine energy when it comes to that sort of conflict. But again, for me, that is something that I need to focus on and I have been focusing on. The first step I want you guys to take, I want you guys to physically go look into a mirror, look yourself in the eyes with no interruptions and ask yourself, okay, am I more in my feminine most of the time or am I more in my masculine? And is this affecting my relationships with others, my job, my mental health? Everything that's affecting me when it comes to insecurities or vulnerabilities, my fitness, my overall health, my academics, my athletics, anything that you think it could be applied to, is this affecting me? Can I do better? I hope you guys understand after you ask this question, you better be telling yourself, hell yeah, it's affecting me. I need to work on this because there is always room for growth in this area. There's always something you can tap into more with these energies. And by no means will it ever be perfect, but you can start working towards that better version of yourself and stop making excuses for yourself. After you do this and you decide, okay, I'm more in my masculine, I'm more in my feminine. I want you to go ask your friends, your family, maybe even your coworkers, using the adjectives I've given you, if they don't understand what the energies are to begin with, use, the, use those adjectives that I mentioned earlier and ask them, guys, how do you view me? Do you see that I exhibit more of these personality traits or more of these personality traits? And two, do you guys notice a difference when we're around other people? Am I acting differently towards you than I am around other people when we're in a group? Or do I kind of act the same? Am I on the same wavelength when it comes to different interactions with people? And when you do this, I need you guys to remember that this is vulnerable. This exercise of you asking other people may make you feel more vulnerable. It's going to open up a side of, of your feminine energy. You're going to tap into that a little bit. But I want you guys to 
act like you are in your masculine energy. I want you to be confident about it. I want you to be assertive. I don't want you to tiptoe around the question. I want you to ask it straight up, but understand that that feminine energy is also inside of you and it needs to be receptive to the responses. And it needs to take these responses with a grain of salt and understand that the way you view yourself might not be how other people view you. And this is the first step you need to take to realize, wow, there's some things I really want to change about myself. And that's not a bad thing. Because if I accept myself the way I am right now and I'm unhappy, then I am hurting myself. So after you ask your friends, family, coworkers these things, again, be vulnerable. Do not be defensive. Do not infuse emotion into this. And do not be defensive in the fact that you need to defend your honor. You need to not get hurt or bullied. This isn't someone trying to hurt your feelings. This is someone giving you a response to what you asked. And remember that you asked it for a reason. And the response you're going to get might not be what you want to hear, but you need to man up or woman up and figure it out and write it down. Then I want you guys to sit with those responses from yourself and from the people around you and decide where your weaknesses right now lie. Did you think when you looked in the mirror that you were more of a masculine energy, but your friends told you that you're definitely more in your feminine? Where is the issue here? And is this an issue to begin with? Is this you not understanding where your identity lies and how you're expressing yourself socially? Or does this mean that maybe in certain situations you express your personality differently? And if so, are you okay with that? Is that healthy? It might be. There's definitely certain situations that call for different versions of yourself. But are you okay with what your friends, family, coworkers told you? Does that make you happy? Is that going to help you get to where you need to be? If it does help you, then great for you. We can keep moving forward. If you realize that that's not going to help you, write that shit down. Write out exactly the person who told you the area of life they said you act that way in and the energy that you express the most. And then we can connect the dots. After this next step, once you kind of reflect on your inner and outer beings, how you receive the world and then how you express yourself to the world, you need to start writing down actionable steps to take next. Guys, this is the most important part. Doing all of this shit will mean nothing if you don't do something about it. We are so obsessed with thinking about things, ruminating on things, getting all heated and angry and passionate, and then we do nothing about it. I don't give a shit if you are looking into your life, trying to reflect more on it, trying to be more spiritual, trying to learn more about your environment. If you don't do anything about it, it is serving nobody. You are not serving anybody else and you are not serving yourself. This is all for you. So now it's time to take action. What areas of your life did you write down? What energies are you expressing in those areas of your life? Are you happy with those responses? Are you not happy? For each area you wrote down, for example, say it's my job. Coworker told me I am in my feminine a lot of the time. Put an arrow. Am I happy with this? Yes or no? If the answer is maybe it's no, put an arrow. Okay, that means I need to be more in my masculine energy. Next column. How am I going to fix that? Maybe I need to be more vocal at work. Maybe I need to put aside my relationships at work and try to focus on the end goal and try to get that next promotion or put my head down and get to work. Or another example, maybe my friends told me I am more in my masculine. Arrow, 
Are you happy with this? Yes or no? You know what? I am happy with this. I feel pretty comfortable in my group of friends. Okay. Arrow. Next part is, how can I embrace this more? How can I maybe infuse more feminine energy into my relationships, but also maintain that masculine strength and just continue to work on myself? What little things can I do each day to foster those relationships more and be more open to communication? Another example, when it comes to relationships, my partner told me I am more in my masculine a majority of the time. Okay, am I happy with this? Well, my partner doesn't seem happy with it and I love my partner, so no, I'm not happy with it right now. Okay, next arrow. I want to be more in my feminine. Okay, next arrow. What the hell am I going to do about it? Okay, well, I don't need to let go of myself completely. If that masculine energy is part of my personality, I'm not going to change my personality for someone that I'm with because that's also not healthy. Then you're creating a toxic environment within your own relationship. But my partner does want me to dip into this feminine energy more. Okay, what can I do to tap more into that feminine energy? What steps can I take within our relationship to show this more? How can I show that I am more emotional? How can I be more vulnerable? How can I be a better listener? The actionable steps are where it gets real, guys. The second you start writing down little ideas, because only you guys know those little ideas of how you can input change into those areas of your life. That is when it all begins. For the rest of this podcast, we're going to be figuring out ways to infuse these energies into different parts of our life because there are so many situations that we are overlooking because we are just doing our day-to-day and not really giving a shit, honestly, about ourselves and about the world around us. There are so many ways that we can capitalize on owning this balance that can really make us so unbelievably happy and be done with this monotonous day-to-day life that a lot of us are living, especially during COVID and being stuck inside and not seeing friends and not seeing family. I know you guys are so over this shit. And if there was ever a time to work on you, now would be it. So what I want you guys to figure out from today, figure out what your strength is. This strength can be something that maybe you haven't had the chance to develop a lot over the years. Your strength could be something that you might feel has been hidden within you, but you know innately, you just feel it within you that this is something that is more you, but you might not be showing it. That means it is still your strength. You just need to develop it. You need to foster it. I want you to own whichever feeling you gravitate more towards and own it with all you've got and then capitalize on what people tell you. Be vulnerable. Understand that they're coming at you with honesty because you're being straight up with them. And at the end of the day, you're asking for it and it's what you're going to get. Capitalize on what they tell you. Write down those weaknesses. Write down the strengths that they tell you. Make that chart for yourself. Understand, this is what they told me. Am I happy with that? What energy does that mean I need to work on? What are the actionable steps I can take to work on that energy in this specific instance? This is a journey. And you guys are taking the first step Write that shit down. Seems so simple, but it is not. Write it down, put it on a wall somewhere, hide it in your nightstand, I don't care. And then we're gonna start putting one foot in front of the other and realizing what we're truly made of. I'll see you guys next week.